Queen Fadia in the house. Hey, good people. How are you? We got a lot of good early birds here right at five. I just wanted to really come in and just like welcome, obviously, Jasmine, you've been here, but you know, I just want to welcome the SoundCloud family officially for kicking off this week. And obviously I see Barry and everyone else here. So I just wanted to say hi. I don't want to take up too much time, but I can't wait to see all the things that you guys are going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks. So welcome to Clubhouse. Yay. Thanks for having us. Queen Fadia, everyone, if you are not familiar, please get familiar and follow her on all platforms. And I think we have uh, Sofago here. What's up, guys? Hello, hello. So everybody, welcome to the launch of First on SoundCloud's Clubhouse Sessions. Let me get my air horn ready. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we'll be chatting with each first on SoundCloud artist and their team to learn how they've made it to this moment and what they're working on next. Y'all are here for the very first one. It is the world premiere. We are we are uh, breaking records. This is new ground. So welcome everyone. You know, for people just um, getting in here, this is really your front row and center chance to go behind the scenes into the artist's journey. So whether you're a fan, you're a friend, or you're someone who just stumbled into this room, we are so excited that you're here. And we are kicking off these sessions with Atlanta artist Sofago and his team. Woof, 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 woof. The air horn just explains how I feel in the best way possible. So thanks for, thanks for uh, allowing it to be. Sofago, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great today. How are you feeling? I'm good. Where are you tuning in from? I'm tuning in from my manager's house. What city? Atlanta, Georgia. ATL. So you're home. Yes, ma'am. You're home and it's hot. So yeah. <laughs> for everyone, let me uh, let me introduce everyone on the stage today. Obviously, Sofago is new to the platform with the party icon popping. And we also have Backwoods, which is Sofago's producer. We have Will, Sofago's creative director, and Barry Hefner, Fago's manager. Welcome, everybody, to the stage. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. All right, so Fago, um, I like to start off with the most important question. This question determines how the whole talk is going to go. It's very critical. Okay. What is your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal mm -hmm. is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh my God. That's my favorite cereal. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, thank you for answering that. Now that we got that out of the way. So you're a young artist. You're 19 years old from Atlanta. Yeah. Can you tell us about your come up in Atlanta and when music really started getting serious for you? Um, I was just a regular kid, you know what I'm saying? Going to school and shit like that. Um, I really started taking music serious around ninth grade. Um, after that point, I just started like connecting with a lot of underground artists and just building my name up in the underground and it just took off from there. That's amazing. And for people that um, are raising their hands, let me do a little housekeeping. So what we're gonna do, we have a power hour every single Wednesday for the next nine weeks with SoundCloud. We're gonna chat for like the first 45 minutes and then we'll save the last 10, 15 minutes for questions. So if you have a question for Fago or his team, save your question and we'll bring you up at the end. And what we'll do is we'll bring up um, a person one at a time. And once your question is answered, I'm gonna pop you back down to the audience just so it doesn't get too crazy. So make sure you remember what your question is as we go along and have this talk. Um, so when you were 15, Fago, you had a different rap name and yeah. then you, you changed your name to So Fago. Right. And then, I mean, and you could tell the story way better than me, but you, you dropped the Project War 
which becomes a SoundCloud classic. Can you kind of tell us what happens at this point and how your team came into the picture? Um, really, I can't even remember what happened after that point. Really, I just, I just <laughs> really, and my team didn't come into the picture really until around the after me drop. That's Which was of, December 2020, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's kind of when I started building my team out and everything. But during that time period around war, I was still kind of, you know what I'm saying, going to school, you know what I'm saying, and kind of in the underground, still trying to make a name and, and get myself out there, you feel me? So I wasn't really nowhere I wanted to be at the time. And so for the team that's on the stage now, how did they come into the picture after after me dropped? Um, really, uh, me and Backwoods just built a connection and we just started working a lot more. And you know what I'm saying? Um, we got a lot of unreleased music ready to put out. Um, my artist, Will, you know what I'm saying? He's on the creative director side. He's helping me out with all my, like, with my vision and like, and putting everything together as far as on on the art side. And Barry just came in, you know what I'm saying, as as muscle for the team, you know what I'm saying, just getting us those connections that we needed and, and putting us in those right places that we needed to be, you feel what I'm saying? That's beautiful. And, yeah, let's get into that. So, Backwoods, you know, tell us the story of, of how you two met. Well, so, like, um... I was working with this other artist from Atlanta and uh, his name was Brizo and his friend, he, he was friends with Fago. And I was like, yo, like, yo, link me with Fago, link me with Fago. And he was like, bro, let's just wait, just wait. Like the right time will come type, type shit. And then like one day I just pulled up to the studio and then like um, Fago was there and like I met like his whole team. And I was like the only one like who didn't know anyone. Like I just walked into the room and just like was just sitting there not knowing anyone. And then like, Brizo, it was Fago's recording, and uh, Brizo said, like, play some beats. And everybody was, like, rocking to it, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, um, maybe, like, a week later, he pulled up to the crib, and we have a studio in our crib. Um, and, like, literally, we just started working. And, like, honestly, like, honestly, like, uh, like, honestly, like, um, like, we would make songs, but, like, it would be kind of, like, rush type of thing like like we would just be like make us we'll knock a song out and like then just like he leave or something and, like come back the next day but then like one day we was working on a song and it was around his birthday and he, that's when we made we made uh world is yours i engineered that and like it took us like five hours to make that song and then like i was just like trusting the process and then um he was i was like damn like damn this song's crazy like we need to make music like this and then uh he's like bro i didn't really realize you wanted me to like like sit down with you and like really make music because like I thought you just wanted me to like make a song and dip like you know what I'm saying because I was busy at the time like with other sessions and I was like nah like I'm really trying to like create something so then like after that we just started making like crazy stuff so then like you know what I'm saying that's where we are today you know just keep working you know what I'm saying just working how many songs do you think y'all have in the vault together as of today Ooh, I don't even probably like what you think um we got a lot of songs. I don't even know. Like we we have a lot of songs. Probably over like a hundred. Wow. Like we be working all the time. I mean, even based on how many releases you made in the past two and a half years, Vigo, you know, like because they always say, right, like artists make a thousand songs just to find like two good ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> and um, and so you have to just keep cranking out music like all day, all night, all day, all night, just just to get that percentage of bangers. Right. Yeah. Um, so backwards, when when you're trying to balance yourself as a producer and your input, how much do you interject with like what you think? Fago should should do or what direction he should go in? Or do you just literally let him step into his full creative genius mode and then just kind of edit what comes out? No cap, I let I let him do what he gotta do. Like, cause he has the vision, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like do inputs here and there, 
but like he really just knows what he wants and like on his brand and everything and like i just let him like take that over and like if he when he needs me like you know what i'm saying i'll step in and do what i gotta do that's beautiful are you like that with every producer fago can you ask that question again yeah are you like that with every producer like do you kind of step in and you're like i i have a vision i know what i want you make the beat or does it become more collaborative with different producers um i feel like just based off of my background of just like recording myself and 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 making everything from home it kind of just put me in that mentality of like like this is my song and like and only i can like make the shit you know what i'm saying make the shit work out. Like, I don't want nobody telling me, like, what to do with my shit. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I hear that. If um, yeah. if Beyonce says something to you, <laughs> would you, would you take the note? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> and she's like, can you hit that a note higher? <laughs> You're like, Beyonce yeah. got some hits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. And, um, and Will, let's, let's talk to you. So, what are you responsible for in Fago's life? Um, like pretty much any like vision or like any idea that he wants to like execute, I'm pretty much there to to you know make that or, or run that up. Um, we really like just bounce ideas back and forth as well. Um, I'm just like like I just know what he wants type shit, and I just and I just go and make it. So that's yeah, like the, that's the vibe. We connect, we connect when it comes to, like, the art side of everything. So it all just comes together perfectly. Yeah, we have really similar tastes. So yeah. it's like, it makes it super easy. That's dope. And how did y'all meet? Uh, Low-key started with a um, Pasto, Tekka, Fago fan art. For real. And then um, from there, kind of just built the relationship. And he brought me on after that. That's great. And when you first met him, I mean, you guys are lucky that you have very similar tastes, but did you see like a vision for his art and brand that you wanted to take it to? Or did you see something like that was more similar to what he wanted? Um, I'd say similar to what he wanted and then like building off of it. It's like his his vision was really like the base and then, you know, kind of just throwing more ideas out there and like bringing that, like, the web and the spiders in and all of that, um, just executing that was kind of the process. And I'd love to know, like, on a style tip and creative side, where what influences you both share? Because from what I see, you know, you're, the creativity and the visuals that come out are, like, a mix of, like, punk rock, trippy, trap, anime, futuristic it's like uh did i did i nail it a little bit in a futuristic yeah. game we bring in a whole lot of that futuristic swag you know what i'm saying next generation swag yeah facts new gen new gen shit love it love it um well yeah we're excited to see we're excited to see more i feel like this is only the beginning for all of y'all um let me jump to barry you know barry is someone who manages several of the best artists out Earth Gang, JID, just to name a few. When you came across Fago, how did you know that you wanted to work with him? Um, first and foremost, um, can we bring Jamie and Lamar? I don't know. They like, they yeah, down there. yeah, part of the management team. So, Jamie and Lamar, could y'all raise your hands so they can come up? I think that's very important. I don't know. They're not do, but they're like followed by the speaker. So Jamie, okay, Jamie and Lamar, he's the guy. What's up, everybody? He's the guy with the New York hat on that uh, is about to lose today. Hey, everyone, my boys. Um, um well, so kind of, kind of like, um, I kind of got introduced to um, so Fago by Backwoods. Um, Backwoods, like he said, was he runs in a circle of a lot of people, a very energetic, outgoing kid. Um, his energy I grew very fun to um, early and he was like telling me about Fago he was like yo so Fago I just finished his album just finished his album you should come to this party and he had a, um, he had a, um, he had an album release party that I could not make it to that was at Jamie house and he just kept telling me about the kid and obviously I'm like you said 
Um, I'm kind of busy. I be doing a lot of things, but he had put the music in front of my face. Um, and in the process, um, his manager, Jamie and him would just come to the house and they would just talk about Fago and they would tell me a couple of things like, yo, you know, he's trying to do this. He's trying to do that. Um, he has a kid named Lamar that's working with him as well. Like y'all should talk. And I think, I think generally as them being young, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Cause I'm a lot older than them. Um, and I never really had mentors in the game. So my whole thing was just to give them some honest information. It wasn't even to even be a part of this situation at all. I was just trying to, I saw some kids that had some energy that, that were willing to do their own thing and go about it their own way. And I knew how tricky the industry gets when you start getting to a certain place in the game. So my, 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 my objective when I first started was just to give them some honest, God honest truth about what was going on. And I think during that time, I kind of caught Fago's ear when he came over to the house a couple of times. And eventually I started talking to Lamar. We started having certain conversations. Jamie started having certain conversations. And I, I, I dug into the music. I dug into the music. And I was like, like, damn, this kid is actually really, really fine. And it wasn't even the alchemy that really sold me on him at all. It was actually the music that him and um him and um Backwood started creating after Athemy. Athemy was this whole new sound. It was dope. I thought it was super cool. I really love Off the Map. Every day I was really into that. One of my favorite songs from him that is not even off of um after me was um The World Is Yours. That's the one. That's the one that put it on. That's the one I really um I really gravitated to at first. And honestly, when I met him, he's just generally a good kid. Um, one that has his own vision, one that has his own mind, knows what he wants to do. And I'm very big on being a, the vision of an artist. Like, I'm, I think I'm more big on the vision sometimes than the music because I don't know. I mean, like we all know, I don't think you got to be the best musician to, 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 to get big in music. But I do think it's about the vision, the dedication to your craft. That really, really excited me about Sofago. I think that's what really drew me in, and I was like, "Damn, I really want to be a part of this. I think he's going to change something." That's kind of what led me into this whole situation. That's beautiful, and you know, for anyone that knows the artists you represent, and also you work with Key, who's a longtime friend, it's clear that your vision is for longevity. And I think that um, you don't always find teams that have that in mind these days. You know, it's a lot of people understand trends and they want to get like a quick buck and they're not really thinking about how do we grow, you know, this movement so it lasts for decades beyond. So this is very cool to hear. Um, Jamie and Lamar, tell us about, you know, when you came into the picture and how it's been being a part of this team. Maybe, maybe Lamar. Definitely. Um, so Fago and I started working together in the summer of uh, 2020, you know, right during COVID. I was introduced to him from Pasto. And, you know, we kind of kicked it for a week when he was in New York. And, you know, I was always passionate about the music. I was listening to him since uh, 2019. And, um, you know, I always said that I wanted to manage him to Pasto. About two years and, and then the time came and then we started working together. Did After Me, as you know, his first drop. And, you know, it comes to a point where it's like, you know, you uh, alone as a manager and then you know Barry and Jamie came into the picture and we really beefed up the team and you know now we have such a crazy unit in all aspects that's great and what about you Jamie yeah I mean I agree with Lamar we've just built a really great thing over here I manage Woods as well and I've known Woods even since he before he started making beats and Really, this is all what it's been about, you know, just coming over to the house and working. I, like uh, Woods was saying, we have Airwaves Atlanta here in Atlanta, and I have a studio here in the house, and that's what it was, just family vibes, just Fago hitting me up and wanting to work. I mean, he, he would just hit me up and say, hey, can I use the studio? Hey, can I use the studio? And I saw the talent. I've been listening to the kid definitely a solid six months before, you know, like, I got the connection with Brizo, you know, and me and Woods going to the studio, me and him and everything, and then him coming over. And he just started coming over every day, and they just started working really hard. And then, of course, you know, after me happened, and we all got super excited about that. And and then Barry, so Woods, we actually just signed with Barry as well, what's over there since the 80s. And that's what I want to just capitalize on is just this is really a family thing over here. You know, we, we keep it in the family. We all go each other, oh, e to over, 
over to each other's houses and eat and have fun and create and make music together and work hard and just bringing Barry into the picture was just a more gluing of the family together. That's beautiful. Let me let me get you an air horn for that one. That's beautiful. Um, so Fago, let me bring it back to you for a second. Um, your biggest song, Knock Knock, which was produced by Lil Tecca, shout out to Lil Tecca, has over 23 million plays on Spotify. Yeah. That is no <laughs> small number. Um, the video for Knock it's like Knock. 45 million, actually. Yeah, oh. almost 50. Let's get it right. What? <laughs> yep, double that. Bro, I feel like I just looked at it yesterday. Yeah, no. I, no. Wow. We blew okay. past that. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Well, so the video for Knock Knock is is crazy. It's incredible. Directed by Cole Bennett. It reminds me of Beetlejuice a little bit. Yeah. How how much of that idea did you come up with or did you tell Cole like like give me a nightmare trippy world and I'll perform in it? Um no. Actually, that whole concept for the video was was Cole's idea. You feel what I'm saying? Um I at the time, I wasn't really too like focused on knock knock to be honest like it wasn't really like one of those songs because this is an old song like i dropped that song like way back in like 2019 so i wasn't really like concerned about it or anything like that but everybody else was on it and like it just like kept going up and kept going up and i was like looking i was peeping it but i was i wasn't really trying to pay no attention like that until it started like going like really really crazy and then we just like took that opportunity we wanted to capitalize on that moment so you know what i'm saying like um, I thought Cole was like the perfect guy to like shoot that video, like make that come to life. You know what I'm saying? Like for the kids, you know what I'm saying? Cause all the, all the kids love that song. So the concept was really like perfect for that, for that whole, whole thing. Um, but yeah, shout out to Cole for that whole video concept. That was, that was his idea. I mean, in that video, I mean, also, also every day, the everyday video, but that video, I think really sets you apart because the just the level of artistry and just like going for it trying different concepts like breaking stereotypes just kind of messing with everyone's head visually um yeah. i think is so great it's a great position for you to be in because people can look to you you know as a true artist that's doing something original and right. you know and Speaking of videos, so the everyday video to me has like some anime elements to it. And for all the anime fans here in the audience, I have to ask you, Fago, <laughs> is, is Attack on Titan still your favorite anime? Yes. Okay. I think it's going to be very hard for anything to replace that. Okay. That shit, that shit is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel it. I feel it. And when do you think you're going to make a full out anime music video? Um, I mean, who knows what the future holds? And I mean, it could be in my next music video. It could be in the one after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I would love to do that. That seems like a really like that, that would change the game. <laughs> I feel like it's next. I feel like you need to become an anime character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely that's definitely next yeah yeah and so you know we talked about the album war becoming a soundcloud classic and a lot of people know you from soundcloud how has soundcloud helped you to maintain your independence and also execute your creative visions um soundcloud has just helped me a lot you know what i'm saying um as far as just watching everybody that came up in the community, all the underground legends, you know what I'm saying? Just watching them come up and just working off of that, like watching them and just building off of that, seeing seeing everybody do that thing. And just, it just inspired me to want to do my thing. You feel what I'm saying? And just, and be in my own lane and, and you know what I'm saying? Rock out. Yeah. And it sounds like to me, you know, that you're still hungry and I hope you, I hope you remain hungry because clearly like a year ago, the situation was a little bit different. You probably were making music with a little less 
pressure, a little less of the spotlight. Right. Um, right. And so now what's your day to day look like now that I, I'm not going to call it a job because I'm sure it's a job that you love. But now that there's more eyes on you and it's a little more structured, <clears throat> what does your day to day look like that it maybe didn't look like a year ago? Um, I'm very to myself. So it's kind of it kind of makes it easier for me to get a lot of things done. You feel what I'm saying? I don't I try to stay out the way, but in the way at all times. Yeah. So, and yeah, I'm I always in the studio, always making something new, always taking pictures. Like my my fans always texting me like, "Bro, like when you going to stop modeling?" Like always seeing pictures of me on on the explore page. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I'm always working. So. And what do you want to like take with you? Like let's say Let's say a year from now, you you're performing at the Billboard Music Awards or something. You know, like let's say everything goes to a whole nother level in a year. How do you want to keep your mindset, no matter what changes? Um, I come from humble beginnings, so I want to always always remember that. Even like no matter how far I get in my career, I always want to remember that I came from humble beginnings. That's big Can fact. I get a pew, pew, pew. Yes, let me get the let me get the humble beginnings air horn queued up. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. What would you say? Because like it's not all peaches and cream, right? Uh, what is your what is your biggest current challenge? Um my biggest current challenge right now is just figuring out figuring out where I want to go with like with my sound, really. That's actually my biggest current challenge, but I'm always in the studio working and and trying to perfect my craft and and make the perfect song, but I know I can never make the perfect song and so like it it kind of frustrates me sometimes, but like I know like I just got to keep working and just keep working and just keep working so I can like make it to that point where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and let me ask kind of the team about this, too, because obviously whatever challenges come up, like you have a whole squad here to help you. Will, like, is there a challenge that you face? Like maybe you see people trying to copy the art that y'all make right afterwards or I don't know. You're, you're... Right, I definitely, definitely peep that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely peep Keeping that. that. Keeping and that so how do you how do you tackle that? Um, I mean, I don't, you know, kind of keep my head down, move on to the next level kind of deal. Ain't really worried about what other people are like making or nothing. It's like, it's always, I mean, it's always love. Definitely. Um, definitely just a lot of work in them. Like I did say it don't matter. Like the cat, the copying don't really matter. Yeah. We just got to keep our eyes focused, tunnel vision. Facts. For sure. And backwards, like, what's a challenge that you face as a producer besides living in the studio 24-7 and not seeing the light of day? Um, a challenge that I face. Um, I think one of the challenges right now is probably working on this album because, like, we'll make a song and I'd be thinking it's the craziest thing ever. He'd be like, no, that's not it. And I'm like, bro, what do you mean? And then I just got to go back <laughs> to the drawing board and just, like, frustrates me. But it's, like, it's also, like, pushing me to go even harder. Right. What are you going to say, Fago? No, I said yes, facts. Yeah, we're just, like, always working. And um, every time we make a song, like you said, like, I just, like, we we listen to it and then, we get to that point. I get to that point where I'm just like, nah, bro, I, I could go like way harder than this, ten times harder. And, like it just pushes him and like, you know what I'm saying? We just we just be in the studio just working. It's like a factory in that motherfucker, I'm telling you. <laughs> I believe it. It has to be. And um <laughs> Yo. you know, like if people don't understand, like um people don't quite understand the the militantness of being creative and how you 
it's it's like a discipline that you just can't do for like, you know, two hours on a Saturday. Okay, let's make a beat. Like it has to be constant and like the sword gets sharper and sharper. The muscle gets stronger and stronger the more you do it. So kudos for being on on that frequency. Um, for the management team, you know, and, and we really kind of want to give people like a true insight into what goes on and, and, and how things can be difficult. Is there a challenge that y'all have faced or face now that people could learn from? And that's for Barry, Jamie, or Lamar. Yeah, I got, I got challenges every day with this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Challenges every day. Um, It's, it's, I think for me personally, I think, you know, I think me, Jamie and, um, and Lamar, we talk about these things. A, Fago is 19. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's, he's, so, he's so used to being to himself and doing things himself. I think one of my challenges that I face with him, without even saying it's a challenge, because he's really a kid that will actually really think about it and then come back to you, which I really, really do respect. Sometimes people get caught up in their own ways and they – and they and they stuck so far in their own ways that they don't really they don't really open up this to even hear you out. He's willing to do that, but it's just like letting him know that like, hey man, look at this opportunity. This is what it is. Think about it. Don't just don't just you know brush it off or you know think about it and react so quickly to it. Just sometimes sit back, listen to it, think about it, talk to me in a couple of days. He's actually really good at having a conversation. And then after you have it, he may say one thing, but then when you sit down with him again, he may have a different outlook on it, which is which is really cool. But I think I think for me it's just like really getting to really know all of them on on, on every different level, whether it's Jamie, whether it's Lamar, whether it's Fago, whether it's Backwoods. The way they operate and work, you know, what I'm I, I don't I don't see no problem with the way they work because they're always just working. That's the one thing I can say about them is they're gonna work. So I'm never thinking like, damn. You know, they're not working. But I think for me, just being a person that has been responsible for, you know, other people's careers and, and, and dealt with so many people, it's like, all right, guys, like, we really at work. So we got to think about these things and the longevity of these things and, and actually, you know, really put our minds to it and understand the value that we get out of some of these things. And, you know, like any artist, and it's not just Fago, it's with any upcoming artist, it's with any young managers. Lamar and Jamie are, are super young. They hungry, but like, you know, it still, it still hasn't, I don't feel like it still hits them how professional it can get sometimes. So it's like, I'm just always like the, I feel like the elder person all the time. It's always like, come on guys, let's, let's, let's get in line. <laughs> I feel lame sometimes because I'm the type of person like to have hella fun too, but I'm like, yo guys, like, like let's, let's make sure we stay focused on the task and, you know, and I think finding me and Lamar and, and Jamie's, communication how we're going to operate to be the best for Fango. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I think, you know, you're only as strong as, as everybody on your team. Everybody got to be each other's crutches. So, you know, finding that space to where we are making sure that we're not only on our job, but also protecting him and, and, and what him and Backwoods and, you know, um, Bryce and all them are creating, you know, creatively. So, you know, I think that, that'd that be my biggest challenge. But like I said, I'm a little bit more seasoned than and older in this shit. So it's like, you know, they, it's like my little brothers at this point. So, you know, like they do some shit, you get mad, y'all fight about it, and then you come in and be like, all right, guys, we, we, all right. <laughs> you know, that's just, just kind of how the game go, though. It's just the growing pains of anything. It's nothing I'm not used to. It's just growing pains of any situation that you have to be willing to understand and take in. And I agree. I think I have the same sentiments. You know, really the struggles we've had is just – learning everybody's you know how they work and how everybody moves and different people work different ways and dealing with the distractions that come in between those and like this has all happened you know very fast in the scheme of things so we're all still learning each other and how to work together the best Uh, adding on to that i think also just kind of you know pushing the limits at the correct pace is also a challenge because we have so much you know opportunity and so many things we could do but it's also important because, you know, like you said in the beginning, like we're in this for the longevity. So it's like just creating the right moves at the right time is also, you know, just just being able to navigate your way through that is, is very important and a challenge at times. But, you know, with our communication, it's, it's a challenge that, you know, we love to take on. 
Yeah, and I think in in groups, it's like, especially in the music industry, it's like finding each other's uh, like strengths and weaknesses and filling each other's voids. Like those are the teams that you know move together in unison the farthest. Um, do y'all have like some funny strengths and weaknesses that you're aware of in yourselves? And this is a question for anybody. <laughs> I know shy. Barry doesn't want to be in the studio, so I'll take that rain any day because I live and breathe <laughs> studio life. <laughs> I, I, I hate being in the studio. <laughs> I, always, I always get stuck with the artist that's too creative and they already like super on their own path. So like mentioning anything to them is pointless in the studio. I'd rather for them to send me. I'm used to getting the songs and then adding my opinion out that they've already created. I also learned in this business, you know, Sitting in the studio with artists, always giving them your opinion can sometimes like screw up their creative process and where it may go. So I just rather not be there and listen to it afterwards. Jamie loves to be in the studio, so that is completely Jamie's time. Straight up. <laughs> Fago, do you know your strengths and weaknesses yet? Um one of my weaknesses is that I'm an overthinker. I think mm -hmm. I think a lot, and sometimes I'll be over you know, like the wrong shit. Sometimes that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is and I true. think that I think that's natural as the artist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, I think um, you're gonna overthink probably everything more so than anyone else because it's your it's your brand. You are the brand, you right. know. Um, what about you backwards? What we're doing a group therapy session right here. What are your strengths and weaknesses? Dr. Philway. Um, <laughs> I think one of my weaknesses right now is uh, just trying to figure it out. Like we, I feel like we're just winging it. Like we don't know what we're doing. We're just like having fun, you know what I'm saying? And doing what we love and just like, I feel like we don't even know what we're doing, but we're just doing it and just, it's, it's just beautiful. But I feel like one of our weaknesses, we just don't know what we're doing. But we we know what we're doing. I don't know. <laughs> you see you see what I got to deal with? <laughs> hey, he's got a schedule on his phone, I promise. Like, you see what I'm saying? He just said they're trying to figure it out. It's, it's not that it's not. I, I Honestly, all their weaknesses is they're kind of a little impatient. A little bit. Like. A lot of them are a little impatient. That's just because, man, they get they, the way they grew up. Like they just, I don't know. Sometimes I like they don't like. He just said he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, what are you talking about? You do great things every day. <laughs> like you just you're just looking for the the greatest result too fast, and like it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> and that's why I come in. Like, what are you talking about, bro? They got incredible music. They have some amazing music, and I don't know what they're talking about. They got great shit. They're just overthinking it, like so, like like so. Fago said, and Backwoods is also tripping because they're doing it. We haven't had a chance to give the gift to the world yet. Like we're we're slowly just going, pacing ourselves to make sure that, like Lamar said, we're making the right moves. They all impatient though, man. They they young. They impatient. They want this shit. They want they want it all right now to a certain extent. We want it now. <laughs> we all have yeah. the utmost of passion for this. So yeah, I definitely think we're impatient for it. <laughs> but Dude. great things always take time period everything i think Drake's speech that he just had um from getting the artist of the decade was a speech that also resonated with me and i think i think everybody should watch that like he's so he's so great that he he sometimes don't even know how great he is because he he, he doesn't get let the moment take control of him you know what i'm saying he he's so caught up into being the best that he doesn't even celebrate his things. And that's just a formula when you actually are trying to be great. So I understand it for sure. It's just like, nah, man, they know what they're doing. Don't let them fool you. They they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a virtual hug he just gave y'all. Um, nah, yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> do, you think, do you think social media has made you impatient for wanting everything immediately? Yes. This is aimed for like Fago and Backwoods Will. Yes, I think social media is impatient. I think it's made everybody impatient. I think Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like everybody thinks that like 
that they need to have everything like so quick and like don't think about like the longevity and like life. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Loki. A lot of people want that like quick success and just doesn't come that way. Like literally. Well, they don't sound that impatient, Barry. They sound like they know <laughs> they know it takes time. Hey man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why that's why we're a team sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta be like yo we good like we're really good like you know um you know i, I like they so if they go smart a lot of people some artists be dumb as hell like he's actually smart he overthinks but he's actually smart sometimes you get some dumbass art. i've been reluctant through my whole career to not have dumbass artists so, I don't know. Jeez. Maybe I just, I don't know. It'd be some dumbass artists, though. He's been. Listen, I, I knew Barry would give us the real, real. Um, so, I want to ask one more question to everyone, and then we're going to open it up to questions. So, everybody in the audience, think of your questions. I'm going to bring you up one at a time. And then once your question is answered, I'm going to pop you back down to the audience. If you're just tuning in, welcome to the launch of First on SoundCloud's Clubhouse Sessions, where we are talking with each of the nine artists of the First on SoundCloud program. Every Wednesday, we will be here chopping it up, getting to the behind the scenes, that real, real, that new, new, bringing you front row access to some of your favorite New artists, up and coming artists, artists that have just recently blown up, like Bago. Let me get the air horn. <laughs> so, last question, and everyone has to answer this, and I think this is the most important thing for people to hear. I would like for each of you to tell me about a time when you almost gave up, and then what happened to make you not give up. And why don't we start? We'll we'll go in the order here. So why don't we start with Will, Woods, Barry, Fago, Jamie, Lamar. Will, you are on deck. When was a time where you were about to give up and you decided not to? I'm not gonna lie, like never thought about giving up, truthfully. Like not nah, being so, so dead ass. Not being so dead ass. What does your mentality tell you instead of instead of the doubt or instead of wanting to give up you just have ultimate confidence in your in your dream yeah i mean like this is what is like what i want to do so like why would i not do it you know and have you been like creative directing in some fashion since you were really really young um not really like it like all of this like kind of sparked from like that whole playboy cardi and connor stuff that really like gauge my interest and then I kind of just expanded like rapidly as fast as I could okay well that is beautiful let's see let's see what backwards has to say about a time where you almost gave up I agree with Will I don't think I ever thought about giving up but there have been times where I've like like in life just like doing stuff and I'm just like this is not it like what am I doing I need to focus on my career like if I'm gonna do this like I'm telling all like my family like I'm gonna do this like they want me in school I'm just like nah this ain't it like I like feel like I literally like been points where I just was like caught up in other stuff and I'm just like bro I gotta focus and like that's why I wasn't living in LA at the time but like and it wasn't working out you know what I'm saying so I moved back to Atlanta and just started working on different things because I knew that I was like because I'm from here so I just knew like coming back would just make things better and I would focus more on my craft. That's beautiful to hear. Barry, what about you? This is going to sound very cliche, but just like Will and Woods, I never thought about giving up either. Um, to be <laughs> honest, I used to just, I, I, I used to always just ask God for a sign that, to make sure I was on the right path. That's the only thing I used to ask for. Every time I used to sit down and pray about a sign, something i don't care how small of a sign it was it would always show me that i was still on the right path you know so I, i've been i've been i've been i've been trying to do this since i was 14. now my path to what i wanted to do may switch i mean everybody starts off as an artist everybody wants to be a rapper you starts off as a rapper and you realize like oh shit, i don't really want to be a rapper then you start figuring out i always wanted to be in music and entertainment my whole entire life has never changed as I've never thought about doing anything else. I don't even know what else I was ever good at, but you know, it's always been this. So I was always going to find a way to make it happen and, and be successful at it. 
out, out, out of just pure determination. Now my goals and careers have changed. Or I, I thought about like I gave up on rapping, but I just wanted to be in the industry. And I was like, what else can I do to be a part of it? How can I still change lives? How can I still be effective in what I'm doing? So I mean, I let I let the artist creatively speak for me. You know what I'm saying? Like through what I do and 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 the path I help them grow to help change their family lives and also their own lives. So I never I never thought about giving up either. It sounds very hella weird that we're all saying this, but this is how I know we're a great team already because niggas really don't be thinking about giving up. If you really if you're really passionate about it. I was doing this when I was making zero dollars and I would have probably continued to keep doing it until I figured it out. Yeah, we never give up, we just pivot. I Thanks. like that. I like that. Fago, what about you? And I pretty much know your answer, but maybe you'll surprise us. Um you know, I've, I don't know why, but I always had it, like, installed in the back of my head that I was just going to, like, turn out to be a regular human, you know what I'm saying, regular human being, just working, like, regular nine-to-five job and shit like that. And, like, um, I remember in, in high school, like, I was kind of preparing myself to, like, to go to college for something. I don't know what the fuck I wanted to go to college for, but I just knew I, I was going to be up in that bitch. And then um, I remember when I got my first job at KFC, and that kind of was like what did it for me because like I kind of I kind of got it in my head that like I didn't I wasn't destined to be here you know what I'm saying like this is not a place like I was destined to be like I didn't like I didn't really like it you know what I'm saying I knew what I wanted to do and I wanted to make music and I was always making music like since I was a little boy I since I could remember you know what I'm saying I've always loved music and um when I quit my job at uh, KFC, I just started working like harder and just kept going. And like, and school kind of like school kind of got in the way of that. And school was kind of making me want to like to like give up on music. But I always like I always had a gut feeling that like it was gonna work out because I just felt like I was just different from everybody else. And one thing like. During the time that I was coming up, it was a lot of artists trying to rap. And it was it was so many people trying to rap and it was so many artists like popping off and stuff like that around like the 2016, 2017, 2019, like all all that era like it was so many people popping off. But one thing that like I knew a lot of artists lacked was like really making music about like how they actually like felt and like really putting emotion into their into their music. A lot of artists lacked that like and I just felt like I had that. So I just kept going and just kept making music like for me. And it just, it, it all fell into place. I mean, that's inspiring to hear. I do want to shout out the mac and cheese at KFC one time though. Yep. Um, we must, we must, we must. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, what about, what about you? Um, I think I resonate with Barry the most here um for sure like I've just f fell into music you know when I was in high school I loved it I uh grew up with all these all of my best friends like our producers you know what I mean so like I was just always around it and um just sticking with it really was like the whole thing like and that was my biggest advice to like people in the past few years just like you can't do nothing unless you're gonna stick with it I uh I had a really traumatic earlier experience this year. Um, a good friend of ours that came over to the house, Airwaves Atlanta, where Fago does all his music, where Woods lives and does all his music. Six Dogs did all of his music here. Um, I've known him for, you know, like going on five years. And that moment, um, finding out after that was really hard for me. And, and I was like, what am I doing here? You know, what is what is life? And, and it kind of just brought things back into perspective a little bit. And then Fago like officially brought me on the team like right before that and so it was just like a huge transition period for me and, and very tough and I was like you know can I do this but but I just stuck with it and I, I I always did the same thing as Barry like just ask God for a sign and I used to do that even when I was a kid and like going to college and stuff like I, I was managing producers on the side and I don't know I, I wasn't really thinking I'm going to go the craziest and be the craziest manager ever. But I just had multiple hustles and I just wanted to do different things. So it wasn't ever like, I'm going to quit this. It was just, I'm going to stick with it. 
And then it just turned into a whole lot more. It, it started consuming everything. You know, I, 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 I got an associate's degree at college, but I didn't continue with college. I, I quit college to come do music. And it's just a, all of the passion. You know, I, I don't think I could ever quit it at this point. But that was definitely a rough moment. But it just like made me think like every morning I, I, I wake up and I think, you know, Chase would want me to keep going. And, and honestly, yeah. it's just like a a rocket, like a, like a second jetpack of motivation now. Mm, well said. And then very important messages. I know a lot of us, you know, a lot of us either lost someone or know someone of someone that passed this past year, whether it was COVID related or, or just the mental effects of, of a pandemic or other, other life um, situations. So, uh, that is an important message to, you know, have gratitude for what we have and to go for it. So thank you, Jamie. Shout out mental awareness month or mental health awareness month. Yes. May you're in it right now. Uh, Lamar. Um, yeah, I mean like, like everyone, you know, I never, I never thought about giving up, but you know, like two years ago I was, you know, a freshman in college and with seven classes and working in the stock room at Barney's just trying to figure, you know, figure out my life. And, you know, like everyone here, like music has been a part of my life since I was three. And, you know, I always knew that sometime, you know, an opportunity would present itself. Left Barney's and then, you know, a week later got an internship. And then even with that, you know, for, for those two years, I was working for free. You know, kind of spending money out of my own pocket to Uber to studios, to Uber to meet with execs. I DM'd over, you know, 75 execs just looking for a job and just a chance. And, you know, I think things started piecing together when... uh when, you know, I'm at Fago in the summer and then, you know, I started working for a label and, you know, I finally felt like I got the chance I deserved. But, you know, I don't think giving, like, if you're really about this, like, giving up is never an option. You can't think that way. You just got to figure out a way to get through it and keep your head down and, and always learn. Like a sponge. Airhorn for that. Thank you all so much. All right, I'm going to open it up to questions. Um, one thing about questions, no trolling, no foolery. You don't want to get kicked out of the room, the clubhouse. People will know it. It won't look good for you. So please come correct with the questions. Um, and we'll do that for probably like the next 10 minutes. All right. If I have you here, I'm going to invite you up and come onto the stage. Young Dilo. Let me know if I'm saying it right. Yo, yeah, what's, what's up, Fago? So I wanted to ask, uh, are you gonna make a song with Ken? With Ken Carson? Yeah. Yeah, that should be coming up soon. I fuck with Ken. He yeah, hard, bro. I'm excited for that. For sure, for sure. You should be hearing that soon. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite song, Young Dilo, of Fago? Um, probably. Off the map, um, I don't know. I fuck with them heavy. Off but, the map, yeah. classic. Mm -hmm. That's just crazy. I was thinking, bro, you should try to get uh, Travis on a remix. I think that would be hard. <laughs> of off the map? Yeah, I was just like thinking how that would sound. That shit would be crazy. Not nah, facts. That would be hard. <laughs> yeah. Dope. Right. Thank you, Young Dial. Appreciate mm -hmm. you. All right, Aaron, what is your question for Fago? Uh, okay. Um, you know, I'm just letting y'all know I'm, I'm a real fan, you know. Um, I was listening to Let the Girl Slay. And, you know, everybody knows that's a hard song. Um, are you, are you still beefing with Summers? I don't beef with anybody. I can't beef with anybody, man. I'm, I'm all about good vibes, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's cool shit, bro. That's cool shit. Hell yeah. Hey, appreciate hey, the support, my boy Easy. <laughs> hey, yo, Jamie. Um, how you been, bro? I have another question if if that's okay. Make it quick, Aaron. We got a lot of people. How do I get to get some management? Um you know, I think my uh earlier statement just was saying sticking with it like it's definitely a big thing 
like just like sticking with it and knowing what you want to do. Like you got to have something to manage for somebody to manage it. You know what I mean? Let, let a manager find you too. Cause if he's passionate enough, he's going to get in contact with you and find you. That's for a fact. Sure. That's a fact. You just got to believe in yourself more than anybody else. You know, like you can't for let sure. somebody else believe in you more than you. Well, that's a gem drop right there. Aaron, thank you so much. We have Imani. What is your question hey. for Fago? I just want to know what your dream car is. My dream car? Yeah. Ooh, probably a Lambo. I like Lambos. Cool. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Imani, thank you so much and welcome to Clubhouse. We see you with the party icon. <clears throat> Tonio, Tonio. Yeah, how you doing? Um, my question to Fago, you know, I've been following Fago for, for a minute, but my question Well, you're breaking up. You're breaking up just a little bit. Is like your call following? Oh, one second. Can you hear me now? Yeah, now, yeah. Now you're good. All right, so I've been looking at Fago for a while and I was like wondering because I'm an artist myself. I was like, how do you build a cult following or how did you know when you had like a cult following? Like, um, because your following is crazy, <clears throat> bro. Um, I don't really know when my fan base came in. Um, I think it was just more on some like just getting to know everybody that was that was listening to my music and just kind of seeing what they wanted and 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 kind of feeding them that you know what I'm saying and and kind of not overfeeding them but like kind of giving them like what they what they wanted you know what I'm saying but kind of like yeah. hold off a little bit you know what I'm saying facts you never want to oversaturate anything yeah cuz i have a i got a problem with like overthinking like what you said so it's like i overthink about everything like Cause I go to school and I make music and I'm like school lit, you know, I can do music. I know I can do it. So is it like really it? But I mean, bro, like really just don't, don't overthink it. Kind of just, kind of just stay in your own, kind of stay in your own lane, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you just got to get in that mentality that like, that niggas not fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you just, you that nigga, bro. Like, and just keep doing your thing. You feel what I'm saying? And just keep going. Like, don't let school hold you back. You know what I'm saying? Get your work done. Get, get it turned in on time. Stay on top of your shit. And, and when you got the free time, just go on that computer and just do what you got to do and lay out, lay out how you feel. Facts. Thank y'all. Yeah, Favorite song you. by Fago though? Is yeah, hey, go ahead. Hey, when it rains. Hey, when it rains, uh, envy Sir. and uh, and uh, late night with uh, Kobe. Oh yeah, <laughs> boom! Yep. Amazing. Thank you, Tonio. All right, we have Serena on the stage. What is your question for Fago? What up, y'all? Um, my question is just so random. Uh, what's your star sign? My star sign. Yep. Like my zodiac. Yeah. Oh, I'm Libra. Yeah, I really guessed that for real. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh, my favorite song is Gear Two and Controlling. Oh yeah, Gear Two definitely a classic. Controlling that is a very very fire song. Underrated, actually. It is very underrated. I agree. Be underrated. Yep. Bye y'all. All right, Serena. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, let's bring Vincent onto the stage and Almighty. Yo, Fago. Yo, can you hear me? Let's yeah. Do yeah, let's do Almighty first and then Vincent. All right, man. Yo, what's the ticket prices on the feature, man? I need you on a song, bro. We got similar styles, man. You fired. One <laughs> milli. One milli. <laughs> hey, bro, you going to have to deal? Yeah, That's man. my ticket. <laughs> hey, bro, right, hit right, my, hit less, my email, less. man. Hit my email, bro. Say less. All right, for sure, Brody. Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite What's your favorite Fago song, Almighty? Off the map. That shit fired. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Love it. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Vincent, yes, what's your yo, question for Fago? Um, Fago, um, shoot. Um, so yo, so where did your name come from? You know, like, you know, how you know how did that come about? So Fago? Yeah. Um, 
I really don't know. Like it just it just came to me. Like I just thought of it and like I just stuck with it. And everybody was like doubting my name. Like when I first when I first introduced it to like my fans and everything, like they were doubting it so much. They're like, bro, you gotta go back. You gotta go back to the old name. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna make something out of this name. I'm gonna make something out of this shit. Like just watch. And like nobody believed in it until like I just popped off with it and just kept going hard. Okay, I feel it. Hey, and um um another question is um like, are you going to be making more songs with uh, Kobe? Because, yo, shit's hard, bro. I swear. Y'all should be, like, crazy yeah. shits. Me and Kobe got some, we got some shit on the way, man. All right, for sure. Oh, yeah, and, like, okay, so two of my, like, best songs is Jaeger. That shit's hard, bro. And, um, and, um, and Hang With The Goats. Crazy as fuck, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out that boy Woods. Most definitely. Don't play hey, with Woods. Hey, hey, nah, most definitely, hey, nah, keep doing what you're doing, bro. I fuck with you, heavy, bro. And I'm a new fan too. I just like, I just found about you about like a few months ago. Appreciate you, Brody. Keep tuning in. All right, all right, for sure. Thank sure. you, thank you, Vincent. All right, Mon. Mondo, what's going on? I, I just got a question for uh, Bit So Fago, man. Like, when you gonna have a show in Atlanta so we can bring the city out? Oh yeah, in June we going up. In June? Yeah, we going up in June. It should be around the 20th. <laughs> Say late, man. I ain't finna bring the city out, man. Shout out, shout out that boy, Barry. You know what I'm saying? You got some dope-ass managers. <laughs> My boy, Jamie. Whole, whole crew. <laughs> My boy. Hi. <laughs> Damn, man. You don't fuck with me? That's cool. I see oh, that. Oh, Big Woods. <laughs> big Woods. The biggest. The biggest. <laughs> All right, let me get out of here, man. I'm gonna let somebody else get some real questions in, though. But shout out to the game. Mom, thank you. Your icon looks like like an anime character as well. We we like it. We oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, some slight, some slight. We <laughs> thank you. Yeah, let's get it, mom. All right, is it who is KID or who is Kid? It's who is Kid. Uh, my question is, what's your best advice to a growing artist? What's my best advice to a growing artist? Um, just keep going, like. Don't let anything get in your way. Don't 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 let any distractions get in your way. You know what I'm saying? Just always have tunnel vision. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know like what you could be in 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 a year or, or two years. You feel what I'm saying? So just always stick to your craft and just keep keep perfecting it and, and building on it. Got you. Thank you. For sure, what's, bro. Your, what's your favorite um, song? My favorite would have to be "Hang with the Goats." Oh yeah. I'm telling you, bro. "Hang with the Goats" so underrated, bro. I'm Sam. <laughs> I agree with you, kid. That song is crazy. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, Noah, and then I'm going to take one more question from the audience before we wrap up. Noah. And you're brand new to the app as well. Welcome. Uh, are you muted? Are you, are you good? Hey, profile picture's hard. <laughs> yeah, profile Noah. Noah, we can't hear you. Give us a bat signal. I'm going to keep you on stage, and hopefully you'll um, you'll appear. I'm going to bring Astro West up to the stage for one of the final questions for Sofago and his team. Hi, Astro. Yo, what's good? Astro, what's up, my boy? Hey, Astro, uh, this one of your fan pages, Brody. You said this is one of my fan pages? Yeah, dog. Which one? So dot fago, bro. Oh shit. <laughs> legend, legend. <laughs> hey. Out so here. crazy. Hey. It was good, bro. What's up, bro? Now that All you right, have so... the floor, what's your question? Alright, so. When we get in that, you said what? I'm gonna ask the burning question: When we get in the album? <laughs> when we get in the album? Yeah, bro, you, you're, you're gonna go crazy on that joint. You already know it's coming. No cap. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> nah, bro. Y'all get in that album soon, man. Y'all get in that album soon, bro. I'm I'm perfecting it. For y'all, it's about to be—it's about to be so crazy. I'm bringing a whole new, whole new experience, bro. On God, your whole team going crazy. 
watching all the moves, posting everything. Fact though, fact though, you going crazy too, gang. Hey man, appreciate it. Fans since day one, man, we going crazy. I already know. <laughs> Astro, what's your favorite Fago song? Uh, my favorite song probably gonna be "In the A," "Get Right," definitely the bangers. Oh yeah, that boy went way back. Yo, in the A, crazy. <laughs> no cap. Yeah, shout out Will. Hey man. Father. <laughs> Astro, this was perfect that we pulled you up here, and that was a perfect last last question. Thank you so so much. Um, all right, y'all, we did it. We did the launch of first on SoundCloud on Clubhouse. Um, yeah, I just you know let me get hit the horn. Yes, ma'am. You know, I just want to say, as someone who's been around a lot of music groups and teams, I really feel like. Y'all have a nice Avenger squad assembled. And I think that longevity is in the cards and we're all gonna be watching and rooting for y'all and anything you need on my end, I'm here. Clearly the fans are gonna grow with you. They are die hard. I can't believe the fan page creator was, was here just now. And um, you know, we're hoping that the music comes out sooner than later. already know whoop, whoop. thank you all for joining me on stage for first on Thanks soundcloud yes much love to y'all thank you everybody in the audience make sure you come back every single wednesday as we talk to all of the artists and creators on soundcloud's first on soundcloud creator program the accelerator program and much love to y'all i will catch y'all soon either in the a la on the virtual screen everywhere Thank, Thank you, everybody. Appreciate Thank the support, you. guys. Sure. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. We and out. everybody, everybody in the audience, make sure to follow the SoundCloud Club so you get a notification every time we go live on Wednesday. Follow everybody that was on the stage. Make sure you're listening to Sofago's music. And we will see you next Wednesday for first on SoundCloud Clubhouse session. Thank y'all for attending the launch. It's Jazzy Solano. Love y'all so much. Peace. Oh.